Learn Persian with Chai and Conversation, Lesson 71. Hello and welcome to Lesson 71 of Learn Persian with Chai and Conversation. In this lesson, we're continuing our exploration of Foro Farosad's poem, Fateh Bagh, or Conquest of the Garden. So let's begin by hearing what may or may not be Foro Farosad, reciting the portion of the poem we learned last week and continuing to what we will be learning this week. همه میترسند همه میترسند اما من و تو به چراغ و آب و آینه پیوستیم و نترسیدیم سخن از پیوند سست دو نام و هماغوشی در اوراق کهنه یک دفتر نیست سخن از گیسوی خوشبخت من است با شقایق های سوخته بوسه تو سمیمیت تنها من در تراری و درخشیدن اوریانی من مثل فلس ماهی ها در آب So last week we learned that Furuq is saying همه میترسند or everyone is afraid همه میترسند And she defiantly says that you and I are not afraid because we've joined with light and water and mirror which are symbols of marriage. So hearing just this part, you think, okay, everyone's afraid because of their uncertainty, but through this institution of marriage, we're no longer uncertain, so we're not afraid. But lo and behold, this week she surprises us with what is actually going on. So let's listen to the full portion of the new section we're going to learn this week. سخن از گیسوی خوشبخت من است با شقایق های سوخته بوسه تو All right, so it might sound like there's a lot going on here, but there are some easy concepts and repeat words. So let's go over these now and see what we can learn. So first of all, she begins the section with the word سخن. سخن means a speech or in this concept, a topic of conversation. سخن so, for example, as I'm recording this, the UN General Council is taking place, and all the heads of state are having a sohan on the world stage, so a speech. Sohan. So here, Furuq uses the word as meaning the topic. Sohan. So topic of conversation. So the general idea is, what I'm saying is not the joining of two names and embracing in the old pages of a ledger. So let's go over each of these words as we learn them in the poem. So, peyvande sussedonam means the numb or lifeless joining of two names. So the word sust means numb or lifeless. So if your leg goes to sleep or something, it would be sust. Sust. And similarly, a person can become numb to the world. Sust. And the subject here is do nam, meaning two names. Do nam. And I shouldn't be repeating this. You should know this if you've le- listened to the lessons before. But when I say a word, I will pause afterwards and you repeat it after, after me. So again, let's do that again. Do nam. 
And do is the number two, do. And nom is the word for name, nom. So together it's two names, do nom. Another thing that has to be noted here is that in Persian we have the concept of izafi, which we explore in detail in lesson 26. And it's the way to join words together. So peyvand, the word peyvand by itself is joining. Peyvand. And sust is num. Sust. And the sound izafi is e, and you'll hear it at the end of these words. Peyvande. So, it's the way of joining these words to the subject of donam, two names. We're not going to get too into the detail of the grammar. You can go back and listen to Lesson 26 to hear in great detail how ezof is used. But for now, just know that the word itself is pevand, and then we add the e sound at the end to join it to our noun. So, the poem says pevande suste donam. The num joining of two names. Pevande suste donam. So let's hear this portion of the poem again. Sukhanas pevande suste donam, Bahamagushi dar orari kuhni ektaftarnis. So moving on, va, we've heard several times, it means and. Va. Hamagushi is a longer word and it means embracing. Hamagushi. It could also be translated as going to bed together, literally, so sharing a bed. Hamagushi. And the next word is one I've never heard in normal conversation, but it's in the poem, so let's learn it. It's orag. And this is translated as papers. Orag. Kohne is a very common word, and it means outdated, ragged, scrappy, old. Kohne. So something that is kohne has become dusty because it's so old, and it's discolored, and the edges are bent. You get the idea. Kohne. And daftar is the word for notebook, but in this case, it's referring to a marriage ledger that is used to legally record a marriage. Daftar. So putting it all together, it's hamagushi dar orag kohneye yek daftar, which means the joining on the pages of an old ledger. There are two more transitional words to learn here. Dar means in. Dar. So hamagushi dar. The joining in, hamagushi dar, and then yek daftar. The word yek simply means one or a. Yek. So a ledger, yek daftar. So let's follow the izafiz or the e sounds and see what words are linked together in this sentence. Orage kohneye yek daftar. So again, orag means pages. Orag. And kohne means old and ragged. Kohne. So the fact that these two words have an e sound after them or the ezafe shows that they are describing the noun that comes after them. And that noun is yik daftar, a notebook. Yik daftar. 
So putting it all together, it's Uraghe Kohneye Yek Daftar. So Hamagushi Dar Uraghe Kohneye Yek Daftar. The joining in the pages of a ragged notebook. Let's say this all together. These are a lot of big words. Hamagushi Dar Uraghe Kohneye Yek Daftar. And finally, the word nist means is not. Nist. So let's listen to this whole sentiment again. So sochan as peyvand suste donam vahamagushi dar oraghe kohne yek daftar nist. So to translate it literally, she's saying, the topic is not the lifeless joining of two names and linking up in the pages of a ragged ledger. So let's repeat this again line by line. Sohan as peyvande suste donam vahamagushi dar oraghe kohneye yek daftar nist. So the nis comes at the end of the statement, and it's talking about sochan, sochan nist. So the talk is not the topic is not. So what is she talking about? What is the joining of two names in a ledger? Well, as we said in the previous lesson, in the Persian wedding tradition, you set up an altar with these symbols of marriage. At the same table, an old man is seated, reading to you the rites of marriage. After which, he asks the man and the woman. To each say their I do's, or in the Iranian case, their balis, which means yes. After that's done, he signs their name in his ledger, making the marriage official. So at first, Furukh Farukhzad says that the couple is joined by the light, mirror, and water, making it sound like she's talking about marriage. But in this next section, she counteracts that and says she's not talking about marriage in the way we are thinking in the traditional sense. She's not talking about names in a ledger. So let's listen to those two parts of the poem once again. Great, and hopefully you got all that. Again, on the website, by becoming a member of Chai and Conversation, you can access our bonus materials where you'll be able to practice each of these words individually until you've learned them completely. And that really is the best way to learn, to practice until each word is clear in your memory and understanding. So let's hear the last part of the stanza. So again, we hear sochan, which means the topic or the speech. Sochan. Gisu is a kind of poetic term for hair. Gisu. The more common word for hair we hear more often in conversation is mu. And I have actually only personally heard gisu in poetry, so it's a poetic way of saying something like locks of hair, and it brings to mind luscious locks. The word khoshbakht means lucky or happy. Khoshbakht. So gisuye khoshbakht means my happy hair. Gisuye khoshbakht. 
And the last word there, manast, is a combination of the word man, which we know, which we know means me, and ast, which is the word for is. So man and ast. So together it's manast. So sohan az gisuye khushbakhte manast, meaning what I'm talking about is my happy, luscious hair. Or more literally, the topic is of my lucky and happy hair. Sohan az gisuye khushbakhte manast. So ast is the opposite of nist, which is what we hear in the first part. So nist means is not. And hast or ast means is. So let's say this one more time. Sohan az gisuye khushbakhte manast. All right, in the last part. So this is some very sensual and beautiful imagery. So we've heard the word shagayeg before. It means poppy flower or the anemone. Shagayeg. Shagayeg ha is plural, so poppy flowers. Shagayeg ha. And shagayeg ha ye sukhteye buseye to. All together means the burnt anemone of your kiss. So suhte is the word for burnt. Suhte. And bus is the word for kiss. Bus. Buse is the way to make a kiss from a verb to a noun. So buseyeto means your kiss. Buseyeto. Shagayeghaye suhte means burnt poppy flowers. And remember, shagayeg is the anemone or poppy flower, which means this is also a double reference to opium. So the concept of being high off of a burnt kiss. And altogether, meaning the burnt anemone of your kisses. So altogether, she's saying, I'm talking about my happy, luscious hair with the burnt anemone of your kisses. So she's negating that she's talking about marriage. Instead, she's talking about the real physical love between her and him. She's talking about locks of hair and kisses. So again, altogether... And because there are so many new words here, it might take a few takes to really get it down, but hopefully it won't be too difficult. And now let's listen to the very beginning of the poem, to this section we've gone over today, and hopefully you'll understand the whole thing. And that's a wrap for Lesson 71. We've covered a lot today, so make sure to jump on the website, check out the transcript of the poem, and learn it word by word in phonetic English. And as always, we'd love to hear your thoughts on the poem, and I can't wait to receive videos from you all learning the poem. In the next lesson, we'll go over the last portion of this poem we'll be learning, so see you next time on 
Learn Persian with Chai in Conversation. Conversation.